you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out, I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor, why don't you act like this is an AA meeting, and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew. And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome in, welcome in, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. Devin, how are you doing? I am doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing, my friend? Man, you know, it's it's busy day at work, you know, but I'm always happy to jump on the podcast and talk about wrestling, talk about everything going on with NXT and WWE. We got some pay-per-views going on this weekend, yeah. so extra hyped. Uh, we were talking before the show. Definitely my favorite thing to do, you know, is talk about these predictions and just go through, like, you know, what we think is going to happen before the pay-per-view is, is about to happen. And you know what? Just thinking about it right now, the last pay-per-views that happened, I don't think we did a, a prediction show. So I feel like I missed the, the prediction no, part of our what, show. What was the last one? I think the Extreme. Extreme Rules. Yeah. 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 We then, didn't record. Yeah. Did we re- no, I think we did take over 25. We yeah, that. we did. T- we didn't miss the takeover. Yeah, yeah. We didn't miss so, the takeover. But I think, yeah, extreme yeah, it, rules. Extreme yeah. rules is one that we missed. So, because yeah. stomping yeah. grounds, we did. Yeah, unfortunately, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah we. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened. It did. It did. But right. man, on the greener pastures, NXT yes. and yes. man, SummerSlam Gold standard. We've got some interesting, interesting matches on both pay per views. This recording is going to be focused on NXT Takeover. So we're going to focus on that one for this one. Uh, we will do the prediction show for SummerSlam. That'll be in a separate recording. But like we said, the gold standard NXT TakeOver. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for this in Toronto. That crowd in Toronto is awesome. Like, at least usually. I, yes. I, I always have yes. high expectations for any show that they do in Canada. Um, the it's Toronto going to kill crowd- it. I think so. They're I think kill so. It. I feel like that crowd's going to bring it. You're going to get the yes. dueling chance. You're going to get them engaged. You know, smart fans. just Hot crowd. You know, May, they might make up a chant you've never heard before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> exactly. Over or under on that? Um, Man, like how many chants that they'll create? Yeah. Ooh. Um, new chants. I'm going to say three. That's a good number right there. Yeah. That's a good number. <laughs> I'm not surprised by you just, you know, giving a good. I'm just. <laughs> man, that's a damn good number. I can't even go. I can't even go against that. Yeah. This is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say three as well. I think the likelihood is three. I would say three or less in terms of new chance, you know, but I, I think three. Three would be the maximum in terms of new chance. Now, if they, if they do more than that, man, I wouldn't be totally surprised, I would say. But, yeah, three, three new chance. Toronto, I'm counting on you. Three. Give us three. Yeah, I could definitely see three. Maybe some funny ones, or maybe some some ones that can be horrific. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You really never never know know. with the the NXT crowd, you know, with the smart fans that they got watching those shows all the time, man. We will see. We are going to find out. 
But without further ado, we're going to jump right into the prediction. So we've got five matches, as usual, for NXT TakeOver Toronto. Just sharp, you know, all-around card. You know, they really just keep it to a good number of, of matches that you feel are focused on the main storylines going on. So I love the way they're doing that. Um, and they don't disappoint again. The first match on the card, it looks like if the side is right, will be the grudge match between Candice yes. LeRae and Io Shirai. Um, this matchup, you know, it's been building for a while. Um, it, it started out with Io Shirai and Candice LeRae kind of teaming up uh, when Io Shirai was going against Shayna Baszler. And it culminated with the cage match that Io Shirai had with Shayna Baszler where you know, Io lost by an unfortunate means. She knocked out Shayna Baszler, but Shayna Baszler fell out the cage. And then Candice LeRae who had her back throughout the whole thing, even jumped yes. into the cage to help take out uh, uh, Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. And, uh, you know, with Io Shirai losing, Candice LeRae went to her, tried to console her. And then Io Shirai lost her mind and just said, I don't need any friends anymore. And just destroyed Candice LeRae. Went berserk. Uh, went berserk. Just went nuts with a chair. Set up the chair in the middle of the ring. Hit her with a with a brain back brain buster or back, or back break. I can't remember on the chair. But it was like a suplex. And she landed on the chair. Uh, it was a devastating a maneuver. And yeah, Io Shirai, since then, she's been in all black. She's gone full. I, I wanted to say ve- full venom because I don't know, it's just on my mind right now. <laughs> so it's just like black suit, black suit Spider Man, we'll call it that. Yeah. Um, just, um, you know, really just getting into that vibe, that like, you know, heel villain vibe. And, you know, vibe. I did not believe she, I didn't even know that she had that in her, to be honest with you. And seeing her Seriously, in that character. They just man. never showed that, they never showed that side. So when you saw like a totally different side, it just added this another layer. Another yeah. layer to her character, and I'm like, wow, bro, this is this is kind of deep and dark for her. Yeah, yeah. So you know, she's got that going on, and Candice LeRae, like, this is one of the. So Candice LeRae is usually in the corner of Johnny Gargano for his matches yes. and supporting him, and we don't really usually see Candice LeRae out front and center. And so this is maybe the first. I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look, but I don't remember Candice LeRae having a singles match at a takeover. This might be her first one, to my knowledge, at least. I think this is her first, yeah, takeover match. Yeah. So I believe she had one at the the pre-show, and, they, and you know, usually they push it to the following right, week after right, the takeover. Right, right. I think sense. she was part of that. Yeah. But at an official main event takeover, no. This is a, this is our first main card takeover. Yeah, so with with this, this is a big moment for Candice LeRae to, to be able to, to shine um, going against Io Shirai. This matchup, I feel pretty confident in what's going to happen in this matchup, but just talking about Candice LeRae a little bit, you yeah. know, it could go either way, but my, my pick in this one is going to be Io Shirai just because with the heel turn, the way she did it, I feel like they're going to just keep trying to build momentum for Io Shirai uh, to, to build her up, maybe to take Shayna Baszler's pay, place as the top heel, if they mm. do indeed move Shayna Baszler up, yeah. uh, Candice LeRae, I c- I could see the win, but I feel like it it, it the storyline pro- the progression of the storyline it makes sense for Io Shirai to to win, and then they can continue to feud, you know, if they want to, but versus Candice winning, and then you just kind of halted the momentum of Io Shirai before it really could take off. Um, so in Candice LeRae, in, in losing, I feel like she doesn't lose anything. It's if, if they just have a great match and Candice LeRae shows like heart and, and, and just like just does not give up, even though she's, 
you know, in a tough matchup with Io Shirai and it's back yeah. and forth. You know, it's kind of similar to Johnny Gargano, right? Like people are going to yeah. be behind him and they're going to cheer him and he's she's the underdog. And Looking strong, so, losing. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like that's probably the way it's going to go. My pick is Io Shirai. What do you say? I'm going to go with Io as well because I, that's a good point that you made about her replacing Shayna Bla- uh, Baszler, Baszler as the oh yeah Baszler as the top dominant heel. And I could see that just the way her b- progression of her story for her character. Like, you know, she's a chick that you don't want to mess with. She's a chick you don't want to take to your mom anymore. <laughs> like, she she is... She had lost that good girl persona. That is yes. gone. That whole Sky Pirate, forget about it. It's mm-hmm. all about her. It's all about, like, as she said, it's all about her. She can do mm-hmm. it herself. She can get yep. it done. She can get the job herself now. She all said, right? no human is worthy of standing next to me. I'm like, yes. oh, my God. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, it's, it, it, I just love how she's not even trying to even – you know, talk English. She's just she's just using her native tongue, yep. Japanese, which is an intimidating language already. If you ever watch, you know, Japanese animes and, and subtitles, it's different. It, sometimes it's a difference between dub and sub. Yeah, sub just you know sounds more intimidating, and, and it, it just sounds more dramatic. And that's how it was in this video package for her, man. For today, it just sounds intimidating, dramatic. Uh, I wish they just do that with Oscar as well, man. But mm. you know, here or near or there, but for. For Io Shirai, I believe all arrows are pointing up for her. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When Io goes off, man, like just her speaking in her language, like she is just so natural and just feels like I feel like whenever you do that with uh with whenever you let the the international superstars just kind of curse out the audience in their own yes. language, yes. like it just feels like they just feel so natural with it and it's just like it flows right and i and i appreciate that you know just letting them be letting them Mm -hmm. speak and okay it's once in a while to communicate to us in english because she wants us to understand that she doesn't need any of us either like she wants us to hear that in english too that's cool but then to go right back to it in japanese and just cuss us out and we're like man i don't know what she's saying but this is like daggers hitting me right now like i know <laughs> she's saying some evil stuff right now so you know and you can feel it when she's when she's delivering it so i think that's cool um yeah and i just feel like it's it's eo you know just to continue to build her it just makes sense we're in agreement here i feel like there's really nothing else to really break down in this matchup. And, no. you know, so EO, EO it is, at least for our prediction in terms of that first matchup. So I guess we can move on to the NXT Tag Team Championship matchup, uh, which is going to be a very interesting matchup with yes. the champions, the Street Profits versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era. So I'm going to let you start this one off, man, in terms of predictions for this one. What do you think is going to happen when these two teams meet up? It's, well... From tonight's episode, how they kind of just up the level of intensity. I appreciate I appreciate that, man. Instead of just, you know, Street Profits just being all fun and games. Yeah. Actually got serious for a change against Undisputed, which I enjoy. And you know what? But I enjoyed that little anecdote, how they introduced them. Yeah. You know, they introduced them as the team. They're going to whoop their ass. <laughs> it was, uh, I believe. O'Reilly Auto Parts. O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> and Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a kick out of that, man. I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, man. And the crowd's going all, going going along, you know, Auto saying Auto Parts. Auto Parts. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. That can actually stick with him, too. So yeah. I actually like, enjoyed that buildup. Now, for predictions. 
I hate to go against my boys, the Street Profits, but I got to go with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, bro. Uh, Undisputed, you know, it's the premonition that basically Adam Cole gave 2019 and getting on the go. It starts with the NXT Tag Team Championship, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. You know, they're going to give the Street Profits some bit. I'm pretty sure they're going to look strong losing, and I'll be okay with that. As long as they show a good performance. So I'm going to give it to Undisputed. All right, all right. Okay, so again, before the show started, we talked a little bit about this card, and I said, you know what? I have no idea. Like, I feel like this will be yes. the one where I get every match wrong. You did say that. You did say that. <laughs> it's because they, they've done a great job of making it so that you would believe, like, any one of these stars winning. Like, yes. any one of these teams, and on all the other matches, too, like, I could literally see any one of these people winning. So it's really... A, a coin toss almost, I feel like, that could decide what's going to happen here. Now, we had talked about uh, earlier on as as we've gotten closer and closer to this pay-per-view that this one felt like the one where Adam Cole, what he said about the, the Undisputed Era getting all the gold, like this would be the one that would, this is where it would happen. Yeah. Now, like you just said, with the way that this this last episode of NXT went, with the Street Profits, just the, the passion that they spoke with, yes. you know, like Montez Ford and, and Angelo Dawkins saying, hey, you guys are probably the best team in NXT history, period, like ever. Like you guys are probably the best tag team. So what makes you think that we can, we're going to go in there with any intent to lose? So we like basically they need to win this matchup. Like Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, you guys are already established. Us, the Street Profits, we need this. This is all we got, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Montez Ford going, we, there's only one thing we're going to go in there and do. That's where, where, and just the intensity <laughs> we were saying that. Oh, like, yeah. Veins popping you out of his neck. That too. You felt that. Oh, my that. God, yeah. Oh, they got so yeah. much charisma, man, getting the yeah. crowd into it. Win, win. I was getting into it on, at home. I was like, yeah, win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he and, and Montez Foreman, when he gets into it, he could be so intense that I just was like, damn, like this dude, oh my God, like he's really, like he's into it, man. And I, I was just bought in. So, man, I don't know. Like, so are you, are you like actually, are you 50 50 on this? Or hold on, are you 50 50 on, on just on every match that we're about to go through? I, I'm, I basically, basically, I mean, oh, I, wow. I have a, I have a pick. For all of them, but it it it's like it's so been you going just, back and forth. So you just giving me so basically you just giving me live predictions right now. You haven't had yes, I have okay. not thought. No, no, I haven't. I haven't decided. Like I have my my where I've leaned all this time, but yeah. right now as I'm talking to you right now and haven't just seen NXT. Like there's you know it's like oh my god I get swayed the other way just because of you know a line here or just like a a, a thought here. So my my gut my gut is telling me that it's gonna be the undisputed era's night, right? Like my head yeah. is saying this is gonna be you know the pay per view where that all happens. <sighs> yeah, but, what is the story telling you? This that's what you got to ask yourself. Now here's the thing. I feel like in this situation, the story tells me that the street profits is going to win because the street profits, like like they said, they need this. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, I feel like they losing doesn't really hurt them, but the street profits, like they just got the titles basically. 
you know, they had one title defense, I think it was, with Oni Lorcan and uh, Danny Birch, you know? It was. Like, it was. They, they had that on the on uh, the main show, but they've never defended the titles at an NXT TakeOver, and, and this would be their second matchup, their second title defense. Uh, they've been showing up on Raw, so, you know, you could say maybe they're getting ready to move them to Raw, but I feel like it's not going to happen. Like, they're not going to be on the main card for Raw yet. So, you know what, I... I I'm going with the Street Profits, man. Like, okay. I, I feel like the the whole the Undisputed Era getting all the gold is going to happen. But now I'm starting to think this isn't the one. Like, this isn't the pay-per-view. You know, shockingly enough. So they're going to push it to another one? They, I think for, they might. For what? Around, what is that, Survivor War games. Series? War, War games? games. Yeah. I think, I think it may be War Games. Now, the visual of all of them having the gold, gold at War Games and having a War Games matchup. Also, I could see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be damn cool for all of them to, like... I mean, there would be the the third War Games in a row where they would be in that War Games matchup. So maybe they don't do it. But I could see all of them with the gold getting ready to go against maybe the Street Profits, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream. Like, a team like that, you know? So, but I think my... Just... Even though I say my my gut is telling me, ooh, this is gonna be the this this makes sense. Like all this time I've been feeling it's gonna be the undisputed era's night at Takeover Toronto. Now I I feel like it's kind of going the other way. So I, I'm gonna pick the Street Profits and I'm gonna <laughs> stick with that because right. I I just feel like the Street Profits like they said. I mean they sold me when when watching it they and maybe and like I said I'm probably I feel like I'm gonna get all of these wrong. But the Street Profits really sold me on the idea, like, damn, like they got, they need they need this to really establish themselves as legit, like a legitimate championship yeah, tag to validate team. The, their their tag reign. That's it. They need it. They need yeah. it. Bobby Fish, Colorado. They they are set. Like they yeah. are set. You know, they can lose and still be fine and challenge again, and it would be fine. But with the Street Profits, if they lose, it's like, well. You know, you, the championship doesn't really feel like it just happened and you didn't really do much with it. And now you're not champions anymore. So you're just another tag team at this point. So and I think the WWE and NXT, they want to build them up. They want to make them feel special. So, yeah, I think the Street Profits are going to win. God, damn. you know what I hate, man? <laughs> I hate that you broke this down live. And I hate that you got me thinking about switching my decision based on that <laughs> on that sound logic, how you broke it down. Yeah. So now I'm thinking about like, damn, you just made a good point though. Hmm, the street profits, yeah, they do kind of need it. Yeah, they did make a point like, man, you guys did it all. Probably the best tag team ever. They put emphasis on that too. So yeah, <sighs> yeah. God damn it. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I I'll do it. I'll change my pick. That's wow. it though. I can't. I can't. I can't change anymore. I can't be flip flopping like that. Okay. Okay. Because right? that was All sound right. logic. Yeah. That was. That was just every point you was making. I was like, ah, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that either. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to find something to disagree, with, but no, you were just hitting every point. Okay, but I'm. I'm gonna go with street profits. Profits right. though. Yeah, street profits. Cool. Cool. Yeah, man. It, it's just. It's just what I'm feeling. It's just what I'm feeling. So, and you know, it could be. Right. It could go either way. That is what I love about it. That's why I can't wait to tune in because this literally could go either way. They did a great job of setting up the Street Profits. It's feeling like, like I said, they made me believe that the Street Profits are going to win. But you know the Undisputed Era. They're just so crafty that they could pull this off too. So it's going to be a fun match to watch, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. 
All right, moving on to the NXT North American Championship. It's a triple threat match fe- featuring Velveteen Dream, who is the North American champion, versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong. Oh, man, you go again first with this one, man, because, again, I, I'm just like, oh, this is <laughs> No, nah, man, I'm not going to give you enough time to break oh, this down in your man. head. I know what oh, you're going for. Oh, give me a pick. G- give me an instant reaction pick. I'm going back to you now. I'm kicking it back to you. No, it's you first. You first. Oh, man, the pressure's on. Okay. All right. All right. So, and, again, this is this is live, man. Like, I'm, I'm just running through this in my head right now because this one, before when it was Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream, yeah. and, again, Believing what I was thinking, like, okay, this is going to be Undisputed Era's night. I was thinking, all right, Roderick Strong is going to beat Velveteen Dream. Then they added Pete Dunne, which mm-hmm. throws a monkey wrench in the whole thing. And as soon as Pete Dunne showed up, I'm like, man, it's going to be Pete Dunne. Like, Pete Dunne is going to find a way to, to – he's going to be the, the what keeps them from getting all of the gold, you know, until today with the Street Profits. So, yeah. You know, now I'm just looking and I'm thinking to myself, man – Oh no! Now I'm thinking Velveteen Dream. How great would it be for Velveteen Dream to walk out of here beating Pete Dunne, one of the longest reigning championships champions? Sorry, longest reigning champions in WWE history. You know, with that nearly 700 day reign. You know, and Roderick Strong, who's come in, who just, who beat him in the tag match. He he talked about to, to, to Dream and told him like. You know, I know what's going on. You're afraid of me. You're afraid of me, and you know that I can beat you. And just like giving him the business, you know, to his face. And Velveteen Dream showed. You know what? Maybe he is a little shook, and he took off his glasses to try to prove that no, nah, he he's did. not. You know, he, he's he not affected by it. But I, I, you could see it. Like they're really playing into like Roderick Strong may have Velveteen Dream's number. Pete Dunne is just this dominant champion who's tried to get the North American Championship before. Why he was the UK champion. Right, exactly. So, you know, he wasn't able to get it. So this unfinished business for him with the North American Championship. So basically the, the deck is stacked against Velveteen Dream. Perfect reason to give him, give him the win, basically. Because now you can say, Velveteen Dream can say, yeah, I beat Pete Dunne. I beat the guy that they call one of the greatest champions of our, of our time. You know, and I beat Roderick Strong, the guy that everyone said had my number. So, my pick is going to be Velveteen Dream, man. I see him retaining. That's two retains in a row that I see. Uh, Velveteen Dream just continuing to build on his legacy by beating both of those guys in the same night, finding a way to do it. So, you're saying that he needs that rub to solidify his, his I guess, his reign? Or just his his status? I think it builds on it. I don't know if it if it completely solidifies it but i guess to to what you're saying in terms of solidifying it after this win if he loses the belt it's like okay you know what i'm saying like it, it's fine this one even if he lost here i don't think anyone's gonna say man you know velveteen dream sucked like he's had a great reign right but plus this is a triple threat against pete dunn and roderick strong they could put exactly. on an awesome match and even if you lose strong i'll see the logic reasons why right right I think with with just the caliber of wrestlers that he's going to be in the ring with, I think Mm -hmm. that's what's going to help just elevate him, you know, even more so than where he's at. Like, you know, he's had the match with Matt Riddle and just looked great, you know, and now going against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong, same matchup. I just think this this will just take this will help elevate him even, even more solidify him. We'll see. But. You know, definitely elevate him a little bit more. Take him because because right now I feel like he's he's I think he's ready to go to the main roster. 
Um, I think that this win right here would be just another point to, yeah, man, this dude needs to be on the main roster because he just looked great in a matchup with Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong. He went over, like, what else is there for him to do, basically, in NXT? You know, so I could, and and that's another reason why I could see the loss, too, but I feel like the way it's going, the fact that he's technically, he's the underdog in this matchup because he's got two competitors who you could make a case for, again, Roderick Strong has beaten him recently, Pete Dunn, just dominant UK champion, snapped his fingers in the ring, but you know, in the last time they were in the ring together. So, yeah, I just, I see Velveteen Dream going over and winning. All right, so, I'm going to say this. At first, I had Roderick Strong. The reason why I'm changing my pick, I'm done changing picks, though. The reason why I changed <laughs> this pick. So, are you changing the pick? Did you have a pick before I started talking and changed it after? I did. Dude, I already came. I came and did my homework. I had picks in already. You come in here and doing live picks because you came in. You can't be decisive right now. <laughs> it's hard, man. They did. They did. They did a great job. They did a great job. So I came in with my picks already. So I had Roderick, but I'm looking at as when I had picked the Street Profits in the last pick. I'm like, you know, and I'm already getting ready to change it, leaning towards Valentine Dream already because it seemed like his story has something more to prove in it. Uh, I think Pete Dunne is established, you know, almost had a 700-day reign as a UK champion, man, top champion. Roger Strong, he's been tag team champion. He went for the North American belt. He's going in for it again. I think with Valentine, this, like like you said, man, that was a good point. Like, he can get this rub. Like, man, I just beat Roger Strong from Undisputed and Pete Dunne, who almost had a, you know, a, a nearly a two-year reign with the UK belt. And, and that can really boost his ego and take him on another level, man. It might enhance his character as well, which I, I would love, man. See, he can adapt to that. Yeah, man. I mean, wow. So we're we're both picking Velveteen Dream. I, yeah. This is, I, I I see it. I see this happening. Um, and again, it would not shock me if any of these guys, you know, came away with the victory. But you know, it just it just feels right. It just feels like it's that's what's going to happen. That the way they're telling the story, you know, Velveteen Dream is the underdog. That's a great win for him to come out on top in this situation. So yeah. And that's just show you how NXT, the the gold standard is, how they just build uh, these matches, build these stories, build these characters to make look to look strong, man, and make yep. to give everybody a chance and make you think like, yeah, I can believe him being champion or I can believe her being champion. It, it's just good, man. It just shows you how good that NXT is. Yep. Yeah, man. So, gosh, I cannot. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to see this. I wish this was happening like tomorrow because I just want to see how this is all going to turn out. You know, and, and I'm totally prepared to be wrong on all these and and just love it because they're telling great stories. Because either way, if these go another way, I, I'm going to enjoy yeah. them one way or another. Yep. I'm Pete having Dunn fun my, regardless, dude. Pete Dunn is my my guy, man. Like if Pete Dunn comes out and wins this championship, I'm I'm gonna mark out, man. I'm just gonna uh, go nuts because <laughs> I just love Pete Dunn. Uh, in that matchup, to be honest with you, I mean I love Velveteen Dream, you know, yeah. and I have a growing respect for Roderick Strong. But Pete Dunn is actually my favorite dude in that matchup, man. Like I just love watching his matchups. Just the the, the oh my god, just his his whole like aura, just like how he walks to the ring and it has the like when he had the belt how he'd hold the the belt in his, with his teeth you know yeah. and just kind of like mean mug his way down the the ramp and just like just everything about him and even subtle things like after he he put down uh velveteen dream 
like he kind of did this little shrug, like, you know, looking at the belt, like, oh, no, you know, and he does that. <laughs> like, that's just a little thing he does where it, it's just like he's just having fun. He finds a way to this this hardcore character he has to find a way to make it to have a lighthearted moment and humanize his character a little bit so yes. you can relate to him. I'm like, man, this is just genius. I mean, Velveteen is is also awesome, and I'm I cannot wait for his entrance in this matchup like that. He's gonna have the, the entrance of the night for sure. You can oh, already yes. I, I give that. it to him. That, give that's to him. easy. You can that's check easy. that box right now, man. <laughs> give, just just give it to him right now. I guarantee yes. I can bet all my money on that. Oh my god, it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be epic, yes. and I cannot wait. And and I couldn't even tell you what it would be. I couldn't no, even describe I have no what, what could it be. I have no idea. But with Canada, you know, who knows, man? Yeah. It maybe do something with the Maple Leaf or something. Yeah, maybe it, with one possibly. of the teams out there. You know, like, that could be real cool. But, yeah, him him and Pete Dunne both. Like, I just enjoy watching them for different reasons. You know, Velveteen is his charisma. Pete Dunne is just his overall, like, just the bruiserweight thing. The yeah. the viciousness that he has. The joint manipulation that he does. How he takes his time in a match, man. He doesn't, yeah. you know, just go, you know, just rope. Bell to bell, rope to rope. He could just take his time, put a rest hold here, put some arm manipulation or wrist manipulation. Yep. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just fun. So both those guys. And, I mean, Roderick Strong, I'm going to give this dude a lot of credit because when I first started watching Roderick Strong, I was not a fan. I thought it was boring. I wasn't interested in his wrestling at all. Yeah. Um, and then he joined the Undisputed Era, and it completely Everything flipped. Changed. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I feel like his character just, he found himself, his character came to life. Um, when he was teamed up with Kyle O'Reilly, they became my favorite tag I team. I love that tag team. Uh, I love that. They had something special, man. They did. They did. I mean, I, I wish it was still Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. And I get it. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly have been teaming up for a long time. They were together in what, ROH, you know, they for, were. for before this. So I, I get it. But, man, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly have great chemistry. Those matchups were just the pacing in the matchups was just insane. Um, oh, just so fun to watch. So, you know, hopefully we get to see that at, at some point again because it's just so fun to watch that tag team. But Roderick Strong has really won me over now, and I'm, I'm just a big fan of his now too. So, um, yeah, man, great match. Probably hmm, match of the night. You think that could steal the show and be match of the night? Possibly, yeah. But, uh, man, that's, any, that's, any match can any be. Any of these matches any, really could do it. I'm going to be real. Any of these matches could be. Really, it's only five of them, and any match could be of them. Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, they can go. Street Profits, Bobby Fish, and Cal- yeah, yeah. Ballotine, Dream, Pink Dunn, Roger Strong, hell yeah. Shannon Baszler, Mia Yim, dude. Yeah, I mean, I if if you know, if you're asking me to make a pick on that too, I would say when it's all said and done, I feel like. The Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunn, Roger Strong matchup will be the one that I think maybe ekes it out for me, you know, just looking at it. I think the Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano one is the one that I'm like, that one just seems like it's just set up to be match of the night, right? Like, and it's it perfect because it's the main event. Yeah, you Adam know, and Cole, it's Johnny Gargano three. Three, like, it just, it makes sense. You know, that'll be a match of the year candidate. Um Gosh, yeah, I'm going back and forth on that one too. But I think those two matches are the ones that, if I had to say, you know, what would be my top two for sure, it would probably end up being those. But all of these matches, man, I can't wait to see Io and Candice. I can't mm. wait to see Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler, the Street Profits, and let's be the era. Just all of them are going to be awesome too. So, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. But let's keep going with the predictions. So the the next one, second to last, and man, we are rolling through these, man. We, we only have two more matches to talk about. But let's just get right into it. 
Shayna Baszler, Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler defending her NXT Women's Championship. Um, man. So this is crazy because Shayna Baszler has been champion for so long that anytime she has a matchup at TakeOver, I want to say that person is going to win and Shayna Baszler is going to move up. Right? Like every time. And every time we've been wrong. And now yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just done picking against Shayna Baszler. I'll just be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Shayna Baszler loses, <laughs> I'll just be wrong. Because just it, she just doesn't lose. Yeah. She just doesn't lose. They yeah. just keep building her up. And in this one, I feel the same way that Shayna Baszler with this. Mayim has a perfect, like, uh, strategy around this. You know, you take out Shafir. You take out Jasmine Duke. You take both of them out. And then you leave it to be one-on-one with Shayna Baszler and Mayim. So now, you know, you, you, you eliminate that outside interference. Cool. But this also becomes kind of a showcase for Shayna Baszler to say, oh, you think I can't win with them? Watch this. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like Shayna Baszler is going to win outside of just finding it hard to, to, to pick against her uh, because she always wins. But that point, I think they're going to try to establish like Shayna Baszler is legit. You know, with or without the, you know, two of the the four horsewomen of MMA, you mm-hmm. know, she can go out there and and win a match straight up clean on her own. We've seen her do it before, even though they're really putting an emphasis on, you know, how the the three of them always gang up on people. Yeah, but the horsewomen. Yeah, but she's done it before. But here it's kind of like now that it's being called out, I think they're going to make it a point to showcase that yeah, Shayna Baszler, she can win this this uh, a matchup by herself of this magnitude. Mia Yim's going to look great. She's going to look great in the ring. She's going to put up a hell of a fight. But I think Shayna Baszler's going to win. Yeah, and when earlier today when I was going through these matches, man, I was actually bouncing between this one right here uh, more than others. Like Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim, I was like, oh, man, I'm going out. Shayna Baszler, yeah, I can see her pull it, pull it out because she did it for every match. Mia Yim... Man, I can see her go over too, man. She's she's a different type of wrestler. Something Shayna Baszler never kind of kind of faced, you know. Just as aggressive as her, just as lethal, just as dangerous. Mm-hmm. So you know, so she can get on that level too, man. It's going to be a scrappy fight, so it's going to be a good storytelling match, which I believe, man. And I put I put a star on this, man, because I said it, it it was a potential show stealer for me too, man. Yeah. You know, I highlighted that one because I love the video package, how they both were just framing in this way, how, you know, like Shayna Baszler was telling me and Yim, like, oh, yeah, you know, she came from the streets. I get that. But, you know, she's not on my level, though. You know, I'm the champ, you know, and and with that, I, I'm just I'm just ready to see this match. Just, yeah. just I'm ready to see this, man. I want I, I'm I'm starving for this match. That's how bad I want it. want to see it, man. <laughs> so I got Shayna. Baszler going. Oh man, I feel like I want to just pick me in, but no, I'm sticking with my guns. I got it written down. I was going back and forth. I got it written down on book. I'm gonna stick with it. All right, Shayna Baszler got her going, keeping the champ, and then you know, I guess they continue the story until the next takeover. That's I can see that. All right. I guess to make this a little bit more interesting, how do you see the finish? Oh, oh man. It, it would have to be a chokehold. Chokehold and Mia cannot cannot tap. She gotta pass out. And she I has to she talk. Taps. And she got she's gonna tap. No, nah, man. I see I her. She, she gotta out. she gotta talk shit when she's getting passing out too. <laughs> yeah. She has to, man. Being from Cali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She has to too. All that, you know, 
ass whooping she's been getting to the horse women, man, just monologuing these ass whoopings like she needs to talk <laughs> shit while she's going now. It's only natural. It, it just be a fitting story. And if it does, then cool, I'll accept that L. I think yeah. that's how the finish will be. What about you? I think I think Shayna Baszler is gonna tap her out. Actually, oh, I think I think she's gonna tap her out. Man. She did it to Bianca Belair. You know, like if she if Bianca Belair can tap out after everything she had been through, I feel like Mia Yim and Bianca are kind of yeah. in that similar vein. You know, so but I think I think Mia is just slightly above. You know, slightly ab- uh, above Bianca Belair because really, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as, as toughness goes. Hmm. As tough because she has that that street mentality, man, and she and yeah. she was the only one that took out the horsewoman, yeah, because she's on she's about that life, right? You know, it makes sense. It, it, it makes does. sense. It's just I I I guess I I just see Bianca Belair as being like you know just real tough in the ring too, real strong in the ring, and I feel like her resilience would have been one where I did not expect to see her tap. You know, I expected to, just to see her pass out. And the fact that they allowed that to happen, that they said, hey, we're, we want you to tap versus just, you know, go to sleep. I feel like with Mia Yim, even though I get what you're saying with, like, just how tough she comes off right now with everything she's been doing, you know, I could see one of those kind of subtle taps, you know, her just being like, I've just just been in the hole trying to fight it off, but then she just can't do it anymore and she just slightly taps. And I actually don't think... The way it could it would be shown, she would look like weak after that. Depending on how the match itself goes, if they if, again, if they do it right, it's back and forth. And me, Yim is is just giving her the business too. I think at the end of it, if she does end up tapping just because like it, it, she went through hell, yeah, then. I would be able to accept it as a medium fan. I'd be like, okay, that, it, it's all right because it's that Shana, tap you know? would have to make sense to me. Like, yeah, she would be and to I agree, cranking on that neck and putting, right. and she'd be like, all right, tapping. Like, okay, I get that because you right. were really forcing, putting some force on there. But if it's like, yeah. you know, just like a regular bare naked chokehold, then I'm like, no, nah, you can, you, you <laughs> like, can what actually did you go just to do to me. Yeah, right, 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 right. right just yeah. take, a, just take a nap. I agree. I agree with that too. All right, all right. Um, and actually, before we go into the main event, let's let's go back into some of these and talk about the finishes of these matches because we we agreed on everything. So, but looking at the finishes, I think that's where it gets a little bit more interesting. So, yeah. back to Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, the first matchup. So, Io Shirai, how do you see her going over? How do you see her that the finish of that match going? It will be cleanish. Clean. Okay. Say 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 more about cleanish. Cleanish. Like, what, so so when, when I say cleanish, so it'll probably be like. You know, maybe the the ref is distracted and she used some type of an advantage using a rope, maybe hit her head on a on a on a on a belt buckle, something like that, hit her finisher, one, two, three, bam. That's what I mean, like a cleanish win. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I think when I see it, however it goes down, I feel like it will be a, a ooh. I think it'll be clean. Yeah. Um I think I see her doing some some heel or not even heel type but like vicious tactics being really aggressive but them having a a clean matchup and overall Io Shirai going over I don't I don't think there'll be shenanigans at all I actually think they're just going to show how dominant Io Shirai can be when she's just really pissed off you know so I think that'll be what we see and Candice LeRae just won't be ready for that last rush that Io Shirai gives her 
So I just see Io Shirai kind of overwhelming Candice at the end. That'll be even for the most part, but that Io Shirai will just find, like, just give an extra, find another level, another gear towards the end of that match to where she just not completely, like, squashes her or anything. I'm not saying that, but I just feel like there's going to be just this rush at the end where Io Shirai is just going to be like, you know what, damn this, enough. Like, this match is over, and I'm just going to finish it and just goes through her, you know, a a series of moves and just finish her off at the end. So that's kind of how I see that going to help build her. Um, Street Profits versus Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, clean finish. I think both of us probably think the same, right? Yeah, clean finish. Yeah, Street Profits, clean finish. This is going to be a straight up. I don't see any, any type of shenanigans. Man, or maybe on a Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Because undisputed, so they might have, like, the ref distracted. I think they'll try some heel tactics. Yeah, yeah, they'll they, try yeah. that. But other than that, Street Profits will pull out a clean win, though. Right. Uh, Velveteen Dream going over Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Who do you see eating the pen? That's kind of a fun question. Man. Oh, man. I would say Roderick Strong. Yeah. He'll, he'll eat yeah. the pen. That's what he's there for. Yeah. Pete Dunne is not going to take so. that pen. No. Pen. No. Yeah. No. That would be huge for Velveteen Dream, but no. Nah. No, because it makes sense. Roderick Strong gloated about how he had beaten the Dream, so for Dream to beat him makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I and they might d- move on and do something, just a separate, separate story. I don't know. Yeah. Man, all right. Well, we went through that, so now let's get back to the main event. NXT Championship. Two out of three falls yep. with special stipulations. The champion, fresh off of the Adam Cole Bebe Tour, yeah. championship tour, Adam Cole versus Johnny freaking wrestling Gargano. Man, you start with this one because, yeah, I'm 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 all messed up with this matchup too. So go ahead. Well, let's, you should know who I'm gonna go with anyway. I, I, I come kinda, on, I know, come I, on, I know. But I just want to hear. We had a debate about this. Down and, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And you know, it'll. Well, let's 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 hear it. Let's just hear you talk about how you feel. Adam Cole is gonna pull this off. Okay, so obviously I'm going with Adam Cole. I believe he's going over. Uh, it's only right that he keeps the belt only fits the story too as well. Uh, he, I believe, you know, with him keeping the story, uh, keep, not keeping the story, but keeping the belt, I still have, I still hear he feels he still has something to prove by that as well, man. So that's, that's why I'm going with Adam Cole. And then I, I'm going to backtrack a bit and go up to that special they did uh, before uh, NXT went off the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did like this documentary style between Adam Cole and uh, basically Johnny Gagano getting prepared for their takeover Toronto match, yeah. which was kind of cool. I was actually kind of confused by it too. I, I thought NXT was over at first. I'm like, mm-hmm. hold on, did they go to a special or something? I almost texted you <laughs> like, hey, bro, is there like a Adam Cole Johnny Gagano <laughs> special? Or, or I'm still watching NXT. I almost did that, man. Oh man. But but I, I'm like, okay, this is still NXT. I figure it out. It was still NXT. Cool. But that's how good the the special was. I like how uh, Johnny Gagano perspective. How he's just talking to the former NXT champions. He was talking to Finn Balor. Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins talking about his match. It was cool, man. I I like that whole, you know, story right there. And then you see Adam Adam Cole defending the belt, you know, enjoying taking it pride. He's like, yeah, man, this is pride when I defend the belt. So so you see from his point of view, 
that yeah. he's looking like a strong champion, man. And, and then Johnny Gargano telling him, like, yeah, I got to fight to get this back, man. So this was just a, just a beautiful story told. So I, I'm 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 all over the you know Goo Goo Gaga loving this story, man. So I, I got to <laughs> give it to Adam Cole once again. He's he's pulling it out. It, it's definitely going to a third fall. Yeah. I don't know what the step, uh, third stipulation stipulation is going to be. They I don't think said, yeah, yeah they never said it. So I believe it's going to be mentioned at Takeover, which would be cool. So. I, I don't know. We, I guess we could talk. I guess we can talk about that after you, you know, give your breakdown about it too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man. So Adam Cole, you know that video showcase. I, actually, I'm kind of that video actually pissed me off a little bit. To be oh, honest, whoa, with you. it kind of <laughs> pissed me off because okay, Adam Cole went against Keith Lee. He went against Matt Riddle, and we didn't like they showed it in that video. And we, it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm angry because I'm like, man, I wish we could have gotten to see yeah. that matchup. Like, I wish we could have seen Keith Lee versus Adam Cole and Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole for the title. And you know, I actually got confused by that. I'm like, hold on, did Hafiz now watch this match? Or did I miss did I, right? Because right. exactly. <laughs> we were just talking about that, ooh, Adam Cole and Keith, and Keith Lee match. I'm yeah. like, did, did Hafiz miss it then or did I miss it? Or Because, yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah, so I, I just I was like, man, like, okay, you you're showing us that he's actually defended against these guys, and I wish you know Keith Lee. I'm, I mean, we talk about it. We talked about him in, in previous podcasts. Like, we're both big fans of him too. Yeah. You know, and to to see him get a title shot, it's like, damn, like this is what I've been wanting, but you didn't show it. Like, oh. <laughs> so I was pissed about that, and then Matt Riddle too. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why are he Why is he defending against these guys on untelevised shows? And now we're seeing it in this video package. I'm just like, ah, okay. But that that's that's me just being like, you know, a fan and wanting to see more and wanting to see those. And matches. I get like, that. I get that yeah. frustration. Hell yeah, man. I might have to yeah. get an NXT live ticket now, man. If you guys, that's what I'm saying. Because if, if you, you guys doing matches, matches like, like this, that. right, man. I'm like, man, maybe I need to go see what's up when they come to my town now. If they just right. doing a house special, hell yeah. Right. So, you know, that aside, overall, Adam Cole looked awesome in the video, just going from city to city, town to town, defending the title, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, he's been defending it. Like, this isn't his, you know, this matchup won't be his first title defense. It's going to be, we don't even know what number defense this is, but he's been going around, you know, defending it successfully. You know, he clowned Adam, or uh, Johnny Gargano's family, um, you know, went to uh, their their family-owned shop, you pizzeria know, shop. pizzeria shop, and mm-hmm. just, he, he clowned his father, he put his picture up on the wall of fame that they have, he went to the wrestling school, and just disrespected all those guys there, and just... It's just been so entertaining right. the way Serve he's been doing it. Serve them pieces from Johnny Gargano's uh, dad's yeah. pizzeria oh shop. Oh, my God. It was, it was just Savage. hilarious, man. <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's been great. It's been great watching everything Adam Cole. I'm a huge fan. With <laughs> having said all that, I'm picking Johnny Gargano. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I'm picking Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I'm not even surprised with this. I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised. I'm like, he's probably going to pick Johnny again at the end of this. Watch. There we go. See? Not surprised. Yeah, I'm picking Johnny. So, here's here's my thought on this, right? 
again, Adam Cole defended. They showed it. They showed Adam Cole defending the title. So, yeah. again, it's not his first title defense. Yeah. It's not his second title defense. We don't know how many times, but he's been successfully defending yes. the, this championship all over the country. Hell, maybe all over the world. Because I think one time he said, you know, he's traveling all over the world on this jet, you know, doing this tour. So, you know, he's been all over the place. And I feel like for to, to tell me that and to show me some of these matchups and the caliber of opponent that he's been facing, that to me, even though I wish we could have seen that, like that'd be a better way to truly establish him as like, you know, a legit champ, like the champ. It still meant something to be like, damn, he beat Keith Lee. Damn, he beat Matt Riddle. What the? <laughs> so it just filled me with this like, man, like, like Adam Cole has been legit on a tour of defending this championship night in and night out. So that is where the doubt started to, that is not where it started, but it already has been there for me. Like, man, I feel like they're kind of building the story a little bit to, to where Adam Cole's really looking like a jerk. And again, they're putting Johnny Gargano in this big underdog role, even though he's beaten Adam Cole. Why am I feeling like, like Johnny Gargano is again being, being put in this light as the, the underdog babyface kind yeah, of situation, you know, real, real like, quick in that video too. He remind me of that. That of the nicest guy, like just working at the office, that he get alongs with, with everybody, like everybody. Hey, like, hey, how's yeah. it going, Bob? How's your family? Good, yeah. great. All right. <laughs> yeah, he walked in the performance center, you know, when he's talking to people and just like, yeah, everyone loves him, and he's going in there, and you know, then they they cut to like everybody making their predictions, and you've got certain people saying like, yeah, Johnny Gargano needs this. He needs this, you know, and Adam Cole, you know, people, people are picking him. It's like, oh, Adam Cole's going to win. Like Kevin Owens is like, I don't see any way Johnny Gargano wins this match. Like Adam Cole's going to win. Everyone knows how much I love Adam Cole. Yep. And I'm telling you right now, Adam Cole's going to win. Johnny Gargano has no chance. I'm like, what is going on here? Why isn't it like just more even and like people like really like struggling with it? it because they're living like- in the real world now, man. They understand. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so, you know, I just... I can completely see either one of these guys winning. I don't feel as confident with this pick as I did with the first two out of three falls. I'll get that out the way right now, too. Oh, I can like tell because one, we got in a yeah. debate in the first one. Like, man, yeah. you was just – you were sticking to oh. your guns. You was oh, not – uh, man, you was just not budging at all. I could not get you to budge. You couldn't get me no. to budge, but it, it, we was just, like, not budging. No, no, and and I with everything in me, I just I just knew I just knew this is the way it was going to go, and with this one, I don't. I really I, I'm torn because I can you, you make a sound point, like it makes sense. Adam Cole wins this matchup, just continues to build his legacy. Like we didn't get to see those matches, so even though they happen, it's like yeah. this match being at the takeover. This is the one that will really kind of like it will will look at his fans and say we saw Adam Cole beat Johnny Gargano, two out of three falls, kind of avenged that first two out of three mm-hmm. falls loss. Then he beat him again at the following – Then he, he beat him before at TakeOver. He avenged the two out of three falls loss from the previous TakeOver. So now it's like, okay, you know, Adam Cole is is set up. Now he's the man. Like, yeah, like man, legit. this is the Adam Cole story. This is not the Johnny, you know, champion TakeOver <laughs> story anymore. Oh this is, this is we're, we're beyond that. But you see, that's where I, that's where I disagree because the way that they've set this up, 
they have set it up as a Johnny Gargano story because how? Adam Cole, okay, okay, because, you know what? We're gonna have this out now. Yeah, because <laughs> Adam, here's the thing: Adam Cole has been paying a lot of attention to Johnny Gargano and clowning Johnny Gargano. If it's Adam Cole's story, he doesn't have to say anything about Johnny Gargano anymore. He just moves on. He's like, I'm done with Johnny Gargano. I'm going off to fight Keith Lee or or he did or try to move on. Who he got attacked by Johnny Gargano? Remember? But why did he get attacked by Johnny Gargano? It's because he went to his family's restaurant and he clowned them. He clowned the people at his wrestling hey, school. He tried to hey, bring in you one can't of his get on. Hey, hey, that's on him. He don't know how to control his emotions. He didn't go in there and just slap somebody around. He just went in there, you know, bought some pizzas, told him how a real champion just is supposed to went in there and bought some pizzas. And come on, man. <laughs> You you are not trying to move on. If you go to the man's hometown and you tell his students, hey, you guys need to get out of this town and find yourself a new hero. And like Johnny Gargano's not going to hear about that. I want to do something. Come on, man. He didn't, he didn't physically assault him. He didn't verbally abuse him. He this literally. Was worse. This was worse. This was verbatim. This when he came in, he was like, yeah, I got, I'm picking up. This is verbatim, all right? I get the script. He's like, hey, all right, yeah, I'm here to pick up pieces. His dad was shocked because he knew who he was. And he was like, yeah, I'm just here picking up pieces. He's like, how's it going? He's like, I'm here to cause no trouble. Don't worry. That's what he said. He's here to cause no, you no trouble. Any pizza shop in the world. He wanted to get the to best. Ch- so he wanted, I guess he said oh, he was hurt. That wow. was the best pizza. He went to go get pizzas. And there was for Johnny's wrestling school. And they and I I, I guess they enjoyed Johnny's wrestling uh or Johnny's pizza. So yeah, why not? It makes sense. Now it's you not living in the real world, man. Come on. If your worst enemy comes up and does some stuff like that to you, like you guys have a fight and then your enemy goes to your place of business and says, oh, you know, I just wanted to come here because, you know, you guys have the best stuff. So, by the way, it's like you're going to see that face and see red immediately. It's going to be like, nah, don't I don't want to see this dude at all ever in my life. Like, get out of here. So he knows what he's doing. He knows see, he's but, pushing but, buttons. But I know, but I, I, I would understand. I'm like, oh, he's trying to play mind games. See, I would take that. I'm like, okay, he want to go there. And I would just reverse it on him. I would play another mind game. That's what Johnny could have did. But, you know, he had to be... Yeah, it couldn't be the bigger person. He had to go in and attack him. But why is Adam Cole playing mind games? It's because he's, con- he's he's still concerned with Johnny Gargano, and that's my point. It's like it's still Johnny Gargano's story because How? Adam he's Cole just now- telling him he's the best. He's the best no, he- wrestler. He beat him he in wrestling matches. Him. The point is, why does he have to tell him? He could have went to any look. The way that this should work really is Johnny Gar. You you beat Johnny Gargano. It's done, right? So you can you have your pick basically of any opponent at this point. Why are you going to try to show him you're the best? You could try to show Matt Riddle because Matt Riddle at this point now, I mean, he was coming off of a victory at a takeover. So why isn't Matt Riddle and he and Matt they Riddle talked to William Regal? He William Regal set up the match. This wasn't like you know, hey Adam Cole, you're gonna pick your your first uh, you know con- contender contender, and, and that would have made sense. Okay, Matt Riddle or Keith Lee, whatever. But nah, it was really well, Regal. He picked his number one contender, and he did it as soon as he went to to Cleveland to go clown Johnny Gargano. That was Adam Cole basically saying, "Yeah, I'm not done with this dude." Like that. That's really what it's about. So for me, that's that's just how the storyline basically got played out. Is it's because it's still Adam Cole just really trying to rub it into Johnny Gargano and not moving on. And so I feel like he's kind of they've turned this into another Johnny Gargano no, story. No, they did now, not. That, that's why I don't get this. Is this is the Adam 
Bay Bay Championship Tour to come to its conclusion right here. You think it ends with with uh, him beating Johnny Gargano? Yes. Like like the tour, the whole tour. Oh, like... the tour? No, 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 no. But the conclusion for Johnny Gargano's story? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay, we're yeah. on the same page there. Yeah, yes. Because this I... is three. This is it. You know, back of the line for Johnny Gargano is going to be his redemption, you know, year or whatever. Like, what he's going to do, you know, how he's going to yeah. get back. That, I think that's the story for him. He's that yeah. underdog, underdog. You know, Adam Cole's a different breed, man. It's a different type of cat right here, man. So, he's not on Johnny Gargano. Well, Johnny Gargano's not on his level. Oh. Yeah, I said it. That's, uh, I no, said no, it. no, no. I said it. That that look look Adam Cole man he he is that dude he is that dude on the mic in the ring yes he is huge fan of of yes. Adam Cole and truth be told if you were to if if we were holding a draft right I mean fantasy season's coming up uh, right yes. so if we're holding a draft I'm picking Adam Cole over Johnny Gargano absolutely so why you know not do it here for for a pick man for the championship. Because the story that they're telling me is that it's all set in stone. Everybody believes Adam Cole is going to win this. Adam Cole has been going around defending the title. He's basically, you know, just just destroying, not destroying, but we don't know how the match went. But Keith Lee, he beat Matt Riddle. Like, that. those are two of the top guys in NXT right now. If you take Johnny Gargano out of the picture in terms of, like, fan favorite, in terms of who would be the next contender, it was those two guys. So, for me, it's like... Adam Cole's been putting on this this pedestal, and Johnny Gargano is the underdog again. Like, see, I see a just, different story. They're trying to retell the story and make you think that oh, Johnny Gargano's going to win again because he did this before. He was the underdog, so it's making it believable. Oh, you know what? Adam Cole could lose. Man, remember he lost. You know, in in that championship match in the first in the first match, like it, it could happen. It can happen. So. I think what I see is like depending on on how you're watching this, I actually see both being true. Like that point that you just made, mm-hmm. yeah, that that I could see that from some people's perspective too. That you know you're watching this and you're saying like, man, they're the underdog story is here again. And like I'm seeing it, basically they're they're planting the seeds a little bit for maybe you can believe that that Johnny can win because he's the underdog. Um, I see it as they're really. The fact that they're putting Johnny Gargano as such a huge underdog just seems weird to me because Johnny won the first two out of three falls matchup, and then Adam Cole won the second match, so it should be more even. But even though it should be even in my book, they are. It seems like when people are talking about it again, Johnny Gargano is the underdog. You know, when you see the other wrestlers talking about it, the way the storyline's being told, you know, Adam Cole's basically the, the bully, basically going in and like clowning his city, clowning his family, clowning his his students. You know, like it. It just seems like all of that usually would build up to okay, that that you know face you know uh, contender is gonna go over on the heel champion, but. You know this one, like I said, yeah. I, but we've seen this story before, so that's why we've said. seen it before. So I don't, I don't feel like okay, a hundred percent. Johnny Gargano, no doubt about it, he's yeah. going to win. Adam Cole could absolutely win this matchup. I can, I can absolutely see it. And I guess the other thing too would be, so let's say, let's just play it out. Adam Cole wins this matchup with Johnny Gargano now. Do we see him finally moving on to the main roster on the 205 Live? Like, what what would be your prediction for what would happen next with Johnny Gargano? I could actually see him go to 205 and try to bring that division back up. But there are stories of, you know, 
205 getting assimilated when SmackDown goes to Fox. So mm. I, I don't know, and it, I don't know how true that rumor is too, but it, it could make sense as well because they said their viewership has been going down, declining for 205. Yeah. Uh, but it to me, that would be a natural move, a, a good natural move for Johnny Gargano. He fits that body type. He can go. His conditioning is like on a whole nother level. Just like Adam Cole, like they bell to bell, they can just go, you know, no rest holes, no breaks, whatever. And that's was and he fits in that two oh five, you know, climate right there. So that's that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I, he, the way I see it, I would only want Johnny Gargano on two oh five live if you put Daniel Bryan there. Mm. To be honest with mm. you, good point. You know, because Johnny Gargano going there on his own, I feel like he's not a big enough of a draw. On his own too, because the NXT audience yeah, loves nice. him. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and if he stays in NXT, I feel like that's going to be the best place for him, at least for now. If he goes to Two Hundred Five Live, I feel like you know the main crowd, the, not enough of them know him for that to for him to be the one that really elevates it like that. You know, so I think that if you put Daniel Bryan there, and then you put Johnny Gargano there, then Daniel Bryan can help build up Johnny Gargano to then have people start to, to, to follow him and be bought in on him. Cause the, the, the way I see it, the way the, the vibe that I feel is that there's, there's a group of fans that really love Johnny Gargano, but overall he's not that over. He's not like a household name. He's not a big money draw. He's not right now, you know? So that there's still work to be done with him. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of his, like I just have so much respect for all the work that he's put in and I, I want him to get to that stage, but being realistic, being honest, like he's not that money draw that I feel like you put him on two Oh five live and he's going to be able to, to, to sell it out. Like people aren't going to go, Oh, Johnny Gargano's on two Oh five live. Cool. I'm going to watch every week. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see that happening. I see it. If Daniel Bryan goes there for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. there that day one. If they but say, if, Daniel honestly, Bryan if there, Johnny Gargano goes two Oh five, that would make me watch it because it's okay man it's Johnny Gargano you know what I'm saying yeah I just so that actually like, wouldn't draw you like like if he knows because to go I think five, like, oh man I'm gonna actually go check it out because he's actually there because of, I'm thinking also to the matchups like okay Johnny Gargano like I'm rooting for him you know and yeah I'll, I'll tune in and I'll check out some matches here and there maybe but I don't feel like that would make me like a, a weekly yeah. viewer now of, yeah of that roster is kind of depleted it's not what it like it what it used to be you know what be. I'm saying yeah like if they if they add more to the like if and I really don't want this to happen but if he and Tommaso Ciampa went okay now I, I'm I'm there. If you put Champa with him, then there's, that's a built-in yeah. story rivalry that I'm like, okay, I, I have to see this. I'll see this on whatever show it's on. But if it's just Johnny Gargano and you're putting him up up against like Tony Nice or whoever, like I'm just I'm just not as sold or not as as excited about that. I, again. I'll tune in every once in a while just to support Johnny and just to hope that he gets off of that show and goes to like SmackDown yeah. or something. I can see him go to uh, Monday Night Raw because I believe, you know, just just a sidetrack real quick. I believe that you know if he goes to Monday Night Raw because SmackDown they they're getting ready for their fall season yeah. premiere. They're probably going to stack all their all stars on, on SmackDown so they can just get the ratings that they need. So I believe you make you have room for. For, for rosters to from NXT to come over. So, Johnny Gargano, man, why not? Yeah. They give him that rub. He gets to – if they build him the correct the correct way, it can work. And then he can bounce over to 205, too, sometimes if he wants to. Yeah. 
I, so so that I, I think I'm more with is is him going to the, if he were to lose this matchup, I could I would be more excited for him to go to the main roster. Currently, the way everything is, I'd be more excited for him to go to the main roster, go to either Raw or SmackDown, either one for me, really, um, and start to get built up there. Hopefully, he doesn't get the Buddy Murphy treatment and never shows up, only when, you know, they, they want to do something random. Um, but, yeah, Johnny Gargano, I would I would hope that if he is going to move up, I mean, really, what, what I would love to see happen, I guess best case scenario for me with this whole thing, I mean, again, and I'm just... I'm I'm picking Johnny Gargano, but I'm just playing to see like okay, what if he does lose? Then I could I would actually love it if he just stayed in NXT. Honestly, just stay in NXT and just be that guy, be like NXT's almost like Tommy Dreamer, right? Like that guy who's just there, who's like a lifer and who helps. And if they're gonna put this show on FS1 to go up against AEW, then damn, then he like, needs to stay there. Then that's a good you know point. what I'm saying. Then he needs Johnny to Gar- stay there because he is to me like yeah. he is, right now he is NXT. Like yeah, he, he is, is the flag. Yeah. He is the, the 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 flag bearer for NXT. And so for him to be that guy that's that's one of the mainstays, and they go to FS1. Oh my yeah. god, like that yeah. that right there. Yeah, you need your top tier one talent, A1 plus, like all. Oh, that for to compete against AEW, so yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah. I, I could see Johnny Gargano staying if that's if that if they want to do that, then cool. If they yeah. want to move on to Monday Night Raw, I'm fine with that. But you know, for you to make that point about him, if they're going to go to FS1, then yeah, he needs to stay over there. Yep. And you know what? If he stays as champion, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. this perfect. Go to FS1. Johnny Gargano is champion. That's 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 how I see it. Yeah. <laughs> how about that. Try to sneak that one in there. But, yeah, I mean, that – so, now, going back to, to my prediction, I, I I see Johnny Gargano winning, getting that championship back. And in that scenario, I think it's an interesting thing because the way I've predicted this, all of the Undisputed Era would basically lose all of those <laughs> matches, which is hilarious to me because I have just went the complete opposite of what I've been thinking was going to happen oh, at this man. pay-per-view. So – only only only. Adam Cole is walking out with gold. Okay. See, I I think I think they all lose. I think they all lose. Uh, I think they're all. And then it's like, all right. Well, I, you know, and that's an interesting thing to play with too. Like, if they all lose, then you got war games coming up next. I've always thought it would have been nice if they all like didn't have championships and all won championships in the same show. So for that to happen at War Games, for all of them to win gold at War Games, because even with Adam Cole, what I could see happening next is maybe there's like a fatal four-way, like you put, because it can't be Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, one-on-one again. That can't happen. This is it. This is the last time that this happens. But I do see a scenario where maybe you put, you know, two other guys or a bunch of other guys in, you know, a cage or something like that at the War Games pay-per-view. Maybe you get your Keith Lee or Matt Riddle in there, man. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So put all four of them in the match, and then in that matchup, I would pick Adam Cole. If Johnny Gargano is champion in that matchup, I'm picking Adam Cole to get the belt back again. But in a fatal four-way scenario, and then just move on. And then have something happen to where Johnny Gargano, maybe there's a run-in. You know, someone else tries to interfere, and you start up another feud for Johnny Gargano in that way. And then Adam Cole can move on to either Keith Lee or Matt Riddle or someone else. But... Or Tommaso Ciampa if he comes back, because you know he's yeah. he's getting he's getting in shape, you know, yeah. and he's doing his thing. Yeah, his I follow him on Instagram, well. man. He is going yeah. hard in the gym, bro. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, rehab. He's so, definitely rehabbing that neck. 
man, I would love so much if that's what happened. If to, The next competitor, one-on-one competitor for Adam Cole, regardless of how this goes, if he beats Johnny Gargano or if he loses to Johnny Gargano and then regains it at War Games, I want it to be Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. Like, that, that's, that's, the next, that's the, like, next big one. I mean, if it's Matt Riddle, if it's Keith Lee, I'm not going to be mad at all. But for Tommaso Ciampa, I feel like that story, to be the guy that follows Johnny Gargano and then coming off the injury and you were the last... I mean, he was one of the last champions prior to Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano having these feuds, right? Like, he was supposed to yeah. be at that matchup instead of Adam Cole. That storyline writes itself, man. About his like, injury, ah, let oh. me ask you that. Like, for Tommaso Ciampa, you think that's a, a blessing in disguise? Because look at it this way. Before the injury, they was getting ready to prepare them for the main roster. Mm. And we don't know what well, that could have yeah. been. It could have been a disaster. Yeah, you know, I was getting ready to say no that I don't I because for for you know Tommaso Ciampa, I just enjoy seeing him and I want to see him. But now that you reminded me of that, yeah, I do actually. I mean, no one wishes injury on anyone. Right, right. I don't wish ill will. Right, right. Injury, you know. Um, But at the same time, it's like it did halt them from going to the main roster, and we we've seen like some of the main roster call ups not work that well. So. I think, you know, in in all, like, it, what happened, happened, right? And so just looking at it, I'm glad that Tommaso Ciampa, in this situation, goes back to NXT, um, can maybe continue where he left off, and, and or actually start up this new feud, really, with Adam Cole, yeah. and just kind of build off of the fact that Adam Cole would not even be in the situation if Tommaso Ciampa didn't get hurt. <laughs> like, he can play off of that. Like, the all only right. reason wants you're back. even champion... Exactly. He wants his gold. Oh my God, I can't. That that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. If you told me Tommaso Ciampa was healthy and ready to go right now, I would probably be rooting for Adam Cole to win this matchup so I could see that match. Uh, Put it that way. Yeah. But it would just be a natural that, way just to transition oh, to the next story. That storyline. I'm yes. done with yes. Johnny. Okay, I guess I move on to Tommaso yep. Ciampa. Why not? Yep. Oh, that man. would be awesome. That would be awesome. But, you know, given the current state of things, I feel like Johnny Gargano, in my opinion, again, we, we both, we're, we're going opposite ways here. You're going Adam Cole. I'm going Johnny Gargano. One of us is going to be right. Um, and I wouldn't be mad to, to see Adam Cole retain that, man, because that dude is awesome. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man, I definitely can't wait for this match. So, you know, I'm going with Adam Cole all the way. Can't go against my man, Adam Cole. Forget about Johnny Gargano. It's not going to happen. You're the underdog. You're truly the underdog because it's not going to happen. All right? Just accept that, and we can move this story right along until the next one. Come on, Johnny. Let's go. Johnny freaking wrestling. It just He's going to do – like. and again, I don't want to sit here and say, like, okay, I'm 100% thinking that Johnny Gargano is going to win this matchup. You sounded like that. You coming with some sound – trying to come with some sound logic. You know what? <laughs> Like, you just 100% no doubt Johnny Gargano. That's how you sounded. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I, that's how I made my, my pick with just looking at the logic and saying, like, okay, what makes sense to me? And this is my perspective. This is my opinion. You know, I'm just, you know, formulating this based off of what I'm seeing and how I feel about it. And, you know, with Johnny Gargano, it just seems like the story is, again, putting him in this in this underdog scenario. But I feel like it... It doesn't make sense that it's an underdog scenario unless you're trying to give him the victory again because, really, it should be either guy can win it. And in that situation, I could see 
more so Adam Cole winning because now Adam Cole maybe respects Johnny Gargano and it's like, all right, you know, I'm going to give you 100% because I know you're going to bring it. But Adam Cole, the way he's just been clowning them and they're just kind of like, it's not going to be a burial of Johnny Gargano if, if he loses, but it just feels like, man, they're really like formulating this like Johnny has no chance. Hold on, man. Let, so, so let me dig a little deep. Are, are, are you are you just hating on Adam Cole just the way he just been clowning him? No, 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 not at all. It's been entertaining <laughs> as all hell. I'm just saying the story seems to be like it, the the fact that he is is doing that to him. Like it just seems like a story you tell if at the end of it you're gonna say like Johnny Gargano was gonna come out on top. You know, like it just feels like the, that would be the logic typically. That would be the reason why you have Adam Cole just doing everything he's doing right now is because you're going to put over Johnny and Adam Cole was already looking because Adam Cole right now looks stronger than Johnny Gargano. Like the way that they've built this storyline, he's the one with the title going from city to city, defending the title against Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Like I can't harp on that enough. Like that, that's huge. So for him to, to win those matches, now you're going against Johnny Gargano. Like you, you are coming in as the favorite clearly. Johnny Gargano, we really haven't seen him wrestle all that much in this whole time span since that last matchup. Yeah. So, you know, Johnny is coming in like, we don't know what Johnny we're going to see, if Johnny's going to be able to pull this off. Um, you know what he's bringing to the table. It's, it's Johnny, Johnny freaking wrestling, so you know what he's going to do. He's well, I'm glad you, you finally said that. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you know what? Got him, listeners. You know what? Exactly. You did. You know, I give you that. All right. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll clap for that. I'll actually clap for that one. You got me. You got me. That's awesome. That's awesome. He's Johnny freaking wrestling. On that note, we can cap this discussion. <laughs> I'm satisfied. I don't care what happens. I got you to say he's Johnny freaking wrestling. We know what he's about. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. Thank you. Adam awesome. Cole might take that monarch from him, though. All right. To oh, be continued. Okay. All right. To be continued. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we were talking about that third fall, that third stipulation. Yeah. What, what's your guess? What do you think it's going to be? Oh, man. Cause so, so we got Jarner Gagano yeah. as a street fight. Yep. And then we got basically an old school wrestling match. Wrestling match. For the yep. second yep. stipulation. Oh, man, so if you got a street fight, it's pretty much no... I don't know then, man. It's a cage match? Man, I don't know. I if you st- It will Regal better not pick a submission match because Johnny Gargano is definitely winning that one. Oh, don't, don't say that. Could, nah, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't, it wouldn't be a submission What else match. is it going to be? I mean, a ladder match? A ladder, ooh, well, yeah. It could be. You know, it could be. Like maybe a ladder match at the ladder end. Match. Like that that would be the the other thing I could think of. La- or a last man standing match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I actually I could see something like that because they wouldn't want to give away that last fall. You know, like if we if it's a ladder match, they have to have the belt already up there, right? So that That's would true. be a dead giveaway. If there's a cage up there, we would know that. Oh, you never know. Be. You never know. They could just say that, you know what, we're gonna change this uh uh you know, they go through the second fall, second pin. And William William Regal get on the mic like I need a ref to hang that, hang that up. Let's get a ladder. This would be a ladder match. Okay, that can happen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, last man standing. Okay, I could see that. I could see that too. I feel like that you saying that it it, it makes sense because the, even with the ladder match and the way you just said it, how they can change it up and kind of kind of get a referee out yeah. there. 
I think it was, wouldn't you still see that prop that they used to hold the, the belt up? Like, I feel like it would still be visible to some of the fans. I mean, like that, that cable cord? Yeah, Maybe, yeah. that's a good point. Maybe. You know, like, yeah. I feel like they would want it to be a complete surprise. And so, it could be last man stand, need... probably fit within their conditioning level, too. Because I, I guarantee yeah. this match would, it, man, I got to say, over under on the, over under, probably 30 minutes. Oh, man, yeah. That, over under 30 minutes. Damn. I say over. Over 30? Over 30? It, I mean, you're asking, like, 30 minutes. Because I feel like 30 minutes is is, is going to be right around there, you know? Yeah. So, it, just to pick the over under, you know, it may be like 31 or 32. You know, I'm not going 40 or, you know, close to an hour or whatever. But, you know, 30 minutes, like, I could see going a little bit over 31, 32, something like that. Um, cause it's definitely going twenty. Like that's that's oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah oh, this is, hell this yeah. Is clearly going Minimum. twenty minutes, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So you know, thirty minutes, and you're you're adding these different stipulations. Like, yeah, I could I could see a little bit over. You know, maybe maximum thirty five minutes. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what I see. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a stick with thirty minutes, man. I'm thinking, but, but over under though. Like, are you you picking exactly thirty? Yeah, I don't minutes, think it's gonna go. I don't like, think it go over thirty. Okay. All right. Maybe so, so you're maybe thirty or under. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe around second fall, we're fifteen minutes in, maybe twenty. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and maybe the last ten minutes we're going for that third fall. All right. So essentially, you're you're from from a gambling perspective, you're you're. It sounds like you were going under technically. You know, this is a, what a, a push. You know, or exactly. We call call it is. They call it what it is. It's under thirty then. Under thirty. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because I, I would say over, and it may be over by mere minutes, maybe even seconds. But I, I think over. I think over. But you're taking under. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like that. All right. Um, any final thoughts on this pay per view, man? Like, it's a great card. I can't wait. But you give us give us your final thoughts. Uh, hats off to NXT just building a wonderful takeover for us that I will truly, truly enjoy. Every part from beginning to end. Every match has a potential to steal a, steal the show. I, I literally every that that's just tell you the quality of the NXT main roster. It's it, it's insane that you can you. Basically, you can pitch, you can pick any match and let it be. It can be a potential show stiller. So that's what gets yep. me excited the most. Uh, I can't wait for the Adam Cole and John Gagano match. I'm most intrigued for the Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim match right there. That would be my one I'm watching right there. So that, yeah, that'd be my final thoughts on that. Nice, nice. I am so excited, just like you said. Um, that NXT North American Championship match, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, damn. I think I, of all the matches, I feel like I'm actually most excited about this one because all three of these dudes, like like I said, Roderick Strong has grown on me so much, and I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of Roderick Strong. I did not like this dude at first, and he's actually won me over. Pete Dunne is awesome, man. The Bruiser Wade, he's just He's a killer, man. I just, I love watching him. And Velveteen Dream, just the charisma. He just oozes it. He's a superstar. He's main roster ready. You know, I'm just so excited for him. He was in the promo. I don't know if you saw the commercial for the new uh, WWE 2K game, but he's in the commercial for that. He's, he's one of the wrestlers that they show. Did you see the commercial? Yeah, I did. I did. 
Yeah, he Velveteen Dream is in it, which I was like, wow. He, yeah. It's all like Hall of Famers. You got Stone Cold, you got Hulk Hogan, you got Roman Reigns, and Velveteen Dream was in there with Becky Lynch, obviously dropping from the ceiling, from the glass ceiling, which you know, you know, pun intended, I guess. But yeah, Velveteen yeah. Dream was in it with them. I'm like. They see it. Yeah, maybe, I think, maybe it's I think a little foreshadowing there, right there, man. Like, well, yeah. Maybe he, the day after yeah. SummerSlam, the show after SummerSlam. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he could show up, you know, on Raw and just, like, kind of do what the Street Profits have been doing and just kind of make his presence felt on the main roster. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm super excited for that match. I'm, I'm excited for all these matchups, man. Like, to see Candice LeRae on an NXT TakeOver, that's going to be so awesome. Yes. I hope she has a great showing. Uh, heel, Eel Shirai. Man, just it, it, her character. I still am just shocked with just how well she's doing this heel persona, and like she is selling me on it. I'm bought in, and you know she's already just been doing a great job as a heel, and I and I think this is the beginning of her kind of taking Shayna Baszler's place whenever Shayna loses. But like I said, I don't think I'm ever betting against Shayna Baszler again as long as she's on NXT. Um, and I'm I would be happily yeah, surprised multiple to lessons see learned me on win. that. Yeah, it's just been way too many times, man. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just going with Shayna Baszler. Um, you know, and Mia Yim has been great. I mean, everybody in this card has been great, man. The Street Profits has been great. Undisputed Era, they legit may be the best tag team, you know, all of NXT. So I'm excited for them. And the main event, man, Adam Cole, that Bebe tour was yes. just awesome. It was a masterpiece in terms of just, you know, being just entertaining and, you know, him going from town to town. And I wish we could have seen those matches, but that's okay. And Johnny Gargano's going to win. And that's it. <laughs> that's how <laughs> You got to get that in. I got to get this in for my final thoughts. Johnny Gargano's going to win. Johnny freaking wrestling. Yeah, I cannot wait. Man, if that happens again, I cannot wait to talk to you. I can't wait for our post-reaction. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, hey, you know, either way, it's going to be such a fun card. It I will. can't wait. It it's going to be Awesome, awesome. Definitely be enjoyable if you're just a fan of wrestling. It's not going to be a bad match. I guarantee it. Yes, yes. 100% agree. All right. That's going to do it for the NXT TakeOver Toronto Prediction Show. Um, we will catch you in the next recording. We're going to be doing a SummerSlam Prediction Show here in a second. Yep, yep. But for right now, we're going to sign off on this recording. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We will catch you next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.